Hi everyone. Today we're going to do things a little bit different. The topic is supernatural things or things we can't explain or moments that we have had where we didn't have good answers for what we saw or thought we saw. Um, Delaney's going to be on the podcast again this week. Brittany's going to be back for a second week in a row. And then we're going to have a bunch of call-ins um, from all kinds of people who had things to contribute. Like I always say, if you guys have stories that you want to share, if you want to record with us, I'm always open to that. I would love to have you call in and be actually on the podcast live. Also, if you're not comfortable like speaking on the podcast, but you do want to share, um, you can send me the story typed up and we will have a dramatic reenactment um, courtesy of Angela. So I hope that you aren't too freaked out by what we're about to share and that you have a good time. As always, I'm Melissa Marsh and this is Rough Draft. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Um, do you want to elaborate? No. Okay. <laughs> Children. Quarantine. Enough, enough said. <laughs> but I am laying out in the sun because in the backyard it's nice and sunny. And so, uh, here. Oh, hello. Whoa. Hi. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Sorry, I had Wi Fi issues. But I'm good. I'm good now. Well, here, here we are. Here we all are. We made it. We're all about here. <laughs> how Britt is laying in the sun, and I'm actually sitting inside today because you never I'm trying do that. to I know but I'm trying to manage like the list of all of the people we're gonna have calling in today and make <laughs> sure that I don't like mess anything up and also I never seem to have good sunshine when you do well I have it the backyard is kind of blocked from all the wind so I get to tan when it's cold where you are yeah <laughs> that's that's true and I'm, I'm a little jealous yeah, well, you know. <laughs> too bad. Whatever. Whatever. Um, well. I'm putting putting SPF 100 on. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think that tanning is ever really a concern or like a thing that Delaney does. No. He's <laughs> very fair. I am, I am fair, but if I go to the beach, I tan pretty easily because... Um, I got that Native American blood in me. Mm, Pixar <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> well, if you look at <laughs> pictures from my youth, you'll notice I have like bleach blonde hair and I'm like a solid olive tone. <laughs> I, I, I buy it. I buy it. I buy it. I'll probably be red by the end of the day, but then it'll be tan and it'll all be worth it. I don't know. I have like a pretty solid tan going. I know. Well, you always do. Yeah. That Native American blood. (laughs) Apparently, I don't have it. You're adopted. I told you. Thank God. (laughs) We've had this discussion. I'm the lucky one. (laughs) Oh, that's really true. That's really true, actually. I I also don't want to damage my tattoos. That's like more. Yeah, we we think about that kind of a lot, too. Uh, Sunblock is my best friend. Actually, I should probably put some on. Oh, there you go. I know. Oh, this is your um, daily reminder. Yeah. 
<laughs> you spend a lot of money on those tattoos. Yeah. They ain't cheap. <laughs> so I want to just get like a little brief intro into like what we're going to be talking about today and oh we're not talking tanning today oh darn it (laughs) the way that i want to tell there goes all my notes crap (laughs) is okay i have a friend her name is Tulane. i met her from the writing program at salisbury and she's wonderful and she's been studying abroad and we she has been in Ireland, and I'm not actually sure where she is right now, but she studies bats. She's a brilliant writer, and she's just amazing. And so I got a message from her, I think, like a week ago, and she said that while she's been doing homework, she's been listening to the podcast. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um, if you want to record an episode with us, we'd love to hear it, that. Like, whatever, we'd love to have you on. And she was like, yeah, okay. And today... I noticed that I had a message in my inbox from her that she had sent me the other day that I like didn't answer. So I answered her before we hopped on and she sent me a response. And then separately unprovoked, she sent me a photo, which is beautiful. And she said, also that pick is from my grandpa. I was like, what? And she said, it's from Holland Island. It's underwater now, which I am obsessed with Holland Island. I've been studying it, researching it for like a year, and I've written at least three poems about it mm-hmm. um, that I haven't put anywhere. Like, they're still in progress, and I haven't shared them with anyone. Um, and we haven't written together lately. Like, obviously, she's not even here. So she didn't know that that was part of my project. And she said, it's from Holland Island. It's underwater now. Some people can see figures in the sunlight. It's in the graveyard. Ooh. So, first of all, the fact that, like, to me, it was just, like, super ironic that she sent me, of all of the pictures in the world, Holland Island, which I'm super obsessed with. We lost Brit. We lost Brit. <laughs> <laughs> she has technical difficulties like I do. Um, and then on top of that, it's, like, a graveyard with what people say looks like figures in the sunlight. There she is. She's back. I'm She's back. back. I'm back. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Um, so... What we're going to talk about today is like supernatural experiences, um, mm-hmm. ghost stories, or like any encounters that we've had, or like unexplained incidents. Um, hmm. So, you want to start with yeah. a funny one? Do you have a funny one? Well, yeah, it's when we were kids. Yes, I absolutely do. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I am interested now. <laughs> um, we're pretty stupid. <laughs> we were. Oh, my God. Most oh my God. Is, it, is it the one with the, the door upstairs? Yeah. yeah we're, okay. We're so smart. I don't know. We were like. We were little. We weren't that little. Eight I mean, and six. Okay. So okay. I was little. You were a little older. So we're upstairs. We lived in Berlin in the house that is now like an art. What do they do there? It's like, Melissa, you would know. Um, it's an art gallery now. Yeah. Across from Burley Cafe. And oh, okay. Yeah. So we were upstairs in the bathroom. And you know those like sliding doors <laughs> that they're just, it's mm-hmm. almost like shutters what is it i'm an idiot because you can't if you didn't know my describing skills are point on point so anyway we're upstairs and little did we know that we had the window open and if you have the window open 
you know, the breeze can cause doors to shut. Well, slam. <laughs> we're in the bathroom and all of a sudden the door slips. We're like, oh my God, it's a ghost. So we go running downstairs, <laughs> but we didn't quite use our feet to get down the stairs. We rolled down the stairs and ended amazing, oh, amazing to the wall at the end of the stairs because we thought there was a ghost. And my grandmother <laughs> was like, no, the window uh, was open and that made the door slam, you idiots. That was the first time something terrifying happened to us that she just like looked on and was like, mm. another time we were in our bedroom, <laughs> like we shared a room and we had gotten into a fight. We were not and young I, for this. This was high school. We were in high school. <laughs> and I had told her a story about me keeping a knife under my bed because somebody had done this to me at a sleepover. But to be fair, we didn't get along and we were not friends. And I was mad at her. This, so I told her the story, but then later I was mad at her. And I was possibly even mad at my mom. Like, I just, I don't know. I'd had a bad day and I was like sitting up in bed because I wasn't ready to sleep, but the lights were off. And I guess she realized I was sitting up in bed and it scared her. I think she's so going she for the knife under her bed because she's going to Bloody kill me. murder. Like screamed bloody murder, which in the middle of like the dark, quiet room scared me to death. So then I'm screaming bloody murder, but then because I am screaming, now I'm scaring her more. So then she's screaming and we pinballed back and forth for like at least 30 seconds. My grandmother was in the living room, like did not even come in. Did not even she did not assume. care. No, did not care. I'm pretty sure she's haunting my house now. Oh, well, there but you go. That's a different, that we'll get to that later. Um, Delaney, do you want to do you want to share an experience before we have our first caller? Um, yeah, because I figured I'll I'll do one, and then I figure because you have so many guests, let's just uh, <laughs> let's let them yeah. have the floor. Yeah, let's but, see how what we can get through, and then all right. So tell us your favorite. I will just. I will just say that I work in a haunted restaurant. Ah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so, nope. so yours is real, note. ours is fake. <laughs> so Nantucket's is haunted. I don't know if you all know that, but Nantucket's is haunted. And there are not one, but two sets of ghosts in the restaurant. There's a what is what we call the captain upstairs because he looks like about 1920s captain of a ship, a um, little weathered. And then downstairs is the family and it's a mom, a son and a daughter. Oh. So, so that's in the main dining room and the captain's upstairs. <laughs> I love that you said, and he looks like, meaning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, for me, guys... like, I'm used to it. Like, I'm used to the quote unquote hauntingness of the restaurant because <laughs> I'm there by myself at night, like, closing up. <laughs> mm. And everyone's like, why? Why would you do that? I'm like, eh, it's fine. I mean, these go like, I always say these ghosts are not malicious. They do get annoyed sometimes with things, 
So one experience I have, there's a thing in the bar and it's basically the Wicked Witch of the West. It's a giant wooden piece and it hangs about six feet above my head on the wall. And below it are like bottle. And this thing is attached to the wall on a very like heavy duty screw. It's put into a stud. Like it's very attached. (laughs) So one day, this is about two o'clock in the afternoon. And all of a sudden, for no reason at all, this entire round piece falls off the wall nearly hitting me in the head, also taking out about 15 wine bottles and beer bottles and like 10 wine glasses and there's glass everywhere and all this stuff. And this is right, like, we're setting up to open at four and we have about a half hour, 45 minutes of cleanup of something that this giant wooden piece comes off the wall. I'm like, oh, it must have been the screw. So I get up there to put it back up the screw was still on the wall. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's totally That's fine. when you take a walk and maybe not return. Yeah. Dang. And you're just like, and I'm, and I'm just, and I'm like, I'm looking around, and there's, there's other people in the restaurant. And I'm like, what the fuck, ghost? What the hell did I do? <laughs> just yelling into the ether. <laughs> um, I've also messed with like busboys and hostesses <laughs> like late at night so i've because i know what the mom looks like oh. i've kind of like summoned her oh my gosh <laughs> what, um, <laughs> like ugh. all right so in the main dining room there's a mirror and then in a in the center is a chandelier so what I, I've done is we turn out all the lights in the restaurant and we place one candle in that room. And I tell them, I'm like, all right, go in there, stare <laughs> at the mirror and don't pay attention to the candle. But Oh my God. <laughs> and they, they start seeing movement because we're like – we're right out. I tell them, I'm like, we're, we're 15 feet away. Just don't worry about it. We're not going to come in and scare you. We're not going to do anything. And I have, I think I've traumatized like a couple busboys and uh, hostesses because they're like, I don't know what that was, man. But I saw a face and I'm like, was she wearing like a white gown? And was she floating above you? He's like, yeah, what, what happened? Oh <laughs> and they're gosh. just freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's her. And he's they're they're just like, oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> and they're like, how do you work here? I'm like, eh. <laughs> oh, that gives me the creeps. I don't know. I feel like I've run into like a lot of weird mm-hmm. types of like situations where I have a gut feeling right. something weird happens, or like as far as ghosts actual ghost encounters like i feel like i've encountered my grandmother a couple of times right and then um let me the uh, the other part is i know the ghosts are active because like during service you'll be in the restaurant and i'll be talking to people and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you just feel a chill mm. and i'm like oh one of the kids just ran by 
And that's what I, I, I used to say that, <laughs> but now I sound like a crazy person. So now I think it because I know it's one of the children ghosts running by in the, in the dining room. And, uh, <laughs> and like, all- like that, that kind of stuff stresses me. Like, I don't know for all of the things that I feel like I've run into. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like my grandmother is a person I know. Right. And even that, the first like supernatural encounter I had where I thought that I saw her in my mom's kitchen. Like I told the story mm. first to my best friend and I was like, is this real? Like, I don't know if this actually happened. Yeah. And I, but like those kinds of like hauntings make me just sweat immediately, like cold sweat. Like, yeah, it's weird to me. And I haven't really encountered like too much of that. But when I was working at Salisbury university um, in like the library, the new library, I was there one day by myself. So I was managing like the coffee shop and I went in and it was seven in the morning and the library's not even open. The librarians aren't there, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was there completely by myself and I heard laughing, like kids laughing. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a and good indication. Heard... You just, you just leave. That's never good. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that it was like my manager. You smoke bomb out yeah, of there. Never yeah. <laughs> Well, my manager has two small kids and I thought that it had been her, like my boss, like had come in in the back and like, um, had brought her kids or whatever. I went back there. All the lights were off. <laughs> like it, nobody, nobody was there. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's like the only encounter I have with that. But I have, um, for our first story, Tyler is here. He's going to tell it, um, He's going to tell his little experience. Hello. Is he there yet? Hello. (laughs) Dead silence. (laughs) This is great podcasting. (laughs) Wonderful podcasting. The best story I ever heard. Right. Um, I can tell you a creepy one real quick. Awesome. (laughs) Go for it. Um, this was about when I was 11 Okay. and my mom's from upstate New York. So we went to visit her family and go skiing. Okay. And they they have a cabin and it's surrounded by this dairy farm. So there's a lot of open area. Mm-hmm. So one day it's about like six o'clock at night and everyone off, everyone is off and I'm upstairs uh, getting ready and I look out into the fields and I see this guy there (laughs) and it looks like he's in camo and I'm like oh he's one of the hunters I I get it like it's they're trying (laughs) to keep bears and stuff away and he's in the middle of the field and he's it looks like he has blood on his hands and great Oh, wait, <laughs> it gets, it gets weirder. Awesome. So I'm like, what is he doing out there? And he's just kind of milling around. And then he like looks at the house and stares for about 15 to 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then just walks off into the woods. Oh boy. And, I, and I'm like, did I just imagine that? And then, um, the next day, 
I like go out because you think there would be tracks. You would think because there's there there was no one else in this field, and it was just one guy. And you go and I went over and I was like, "There's no tracks over here. What's going on? Where, who was this guy?" And then, um, I started asking my aunt. I was like. Did any bad things happen on this farm, <laughs> like, within the last, I don't know, five years? She's like, no, um, we bought the farm from what was basically a <clears> – where <throat> that guy went wrong. Oh, <laughs> and that no. guy had been executed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I just saw a murder ghost. <laughs> oh my God. And I can't, I can't explain it. And, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know like 12 though. And I, again. <laughs> uh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm used to it. Cause I mean, my mom is a witch and there and by, I, I get that. Like, Ugh, I call it, like, no. force-sensitive tendencies <laughs> where I see, like, other stuff. Ugh, it's, Ugh. And it it also interacts with my synesthesia, which is all ugh, the worst. It's the worst. I try to explain that to people. They're like, so why don't you just turn it off? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not how this works. <laughs> Maybe I would if I could. Yeah. Is so, she back yet? I don't know. Hello? Um, no. No, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost her. I know. <laughs> She's having her own separate podcast. Yeah. Let's see. All and off. <laughs> We're on two separate wavelengths here. Let me message yeah. her. She just said, peace out. <laughs> so my house now that I live in, I've been here for like six mm -hmm. or seven years. And yeah. my husband works... Uh, the summer like all hours of the day and night like he doesn't get home until late and mm -hmm. one night it was like I don't know 12 one o'clock so we should have been oh she says she's on there talking oh we can't hear her <laughs> let's see what she says she says she's the ghost now <laughs> weird the ghost of Melissa <laughs> um Let's see. Can she hear us? Weird. But I have this radio in the kitchen, like an old school, not like an old school, but like the bigger CD player things that like our ancient kids wouldn't know what they are now. Right. And it is plugged in and I usually hooked up like my phone to it or just put the, she says she can hear us. Fascinating. <laughs> freaky. <laughs> And I hear something, I'm like laying in bed and I hear something playing. I'm like, what is that? I don't have the TV on. I don't have, like nothing's on in the house. Nobody else is home. And it turns right. out the radio turned itself on like full blast. I walk into the kitchen. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going <laughs> on? I like unplugged it from the wall. I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> and I like called my husband. And I, was like, yeah. I was like, why did this happen? Well, my daughter who's now five when she was little she used to like watch something go across the living room and like wave at it 
like, oh, God. oh. I'd always be by myself. So we may or may not have a ghost, but so far it's friendly. It just likes to uh, turn my radio on. But it was terrifying. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> All right. So she said, let's take a break and I guess everybody come back on. All right. Let's, let's do that. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, what happened? I don't know. But hold on. Something is still wrong. It's just you and me. Okay. Do I need to click a different link? Click the link I just sent you. Okay. Uh, it I... says that one's already ended. Okay, let me do this. Why can I still hear you? Listen. Someone didn't like what we were talking about. <laughs> Are you still there? Okay. Okay. It never fails. <laughs> Me and technology, something always goes sideways. And of course, we're talking about ghosts. It's more likely to go sideways. Um, <laughs> I assume the beginning segment that we recorded. We're back. Here we are. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I was going to have him. So what happened was I unplugged my headphones and I was going to have him just record with me because he was in the same room as me, but it didn't work. Hi, Tyler. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Finally. (laughs) The ghost in the machine. So I was like talking and I was like, what? They can't hear me. Could you hear us? I heard you the whole time. That's I mean, weird. <laughs> I mean, I talk to myself regularly, but this was a little excessive. Delaney and I had our own podcast. I know. We were like, wait, we were like, oh, is she back? I was like, I'm right here. It's a hostile takeover. <laughs> then this starts to feel like a horror movie and I'm like of course like I learn something new about this app and technology every day and I'm still not bashing it because it mostly does what I want and it's completely free so So, congratulations you got iced out of your own podcast great well I would expect nothing less anyway I know that you don't have a whole lot of time Ty do you want to let us know uh, about your encounter okay guys i have a real x file to share with you guys nice (laughs) i mean i mean real deal so i have i gotta start with a family friend i have his name was kirk he was like my second dad lived with us for a long time and he was a ufo conspirator like like real deal if he were still around probably would have stormed area 51 by now okay and, you know, I, growing up, I was always like, yeah, okay, I, yeah, I buy it. I, I believe they're aliens. We have to be, like, super arrogant to think we're the only living things out in this universe, right? But I was like, okay, whatever. And then everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> da, Forever. Da, da. <laughs> so, like, 
classic X-Files episode. I like wake up in the middle of the night, come down to the kitchen to grab a glass of water. And we have this big window in the kitchen at my mom's house, right? Right by the table and everything. And the water cooler is right there. So it's like middle of the night. I'm like in dream state. But then I wasn't. (laughs) So I was pouring the cup of water and I'm looking out the window and there is a triangle with three red lights in each corner. And I said, oh my God, that looks like a spaceship. <laughs> so I, I have to go tell Kirk. <laughs> so, so I run upstairs. I wake him up. He comes running out of bed. We come downstairs. The thing is gone. So one, I'm, I'm crazy. Or two, <laughs> I got to hit the Google, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> so <laughs> So I described everything I saw about the spaceship. Three red light, red lights, big red dot in the middle, symmetrical triangle. And I Google it, and people have seen this thing. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> so there was a sighting in Australia in 1999 in New Lambden Heights, which is in South Wales, Australia. You can Google it. This couple saw this spaceship in 1999 and their lives were like changed forever. And I was like, this thing exists. People see it. I may be nuts, but I'm not this nuts. <laughs> I mean, that's as, that's as definitive as evidence gets for me. And uh, yeah, so I'm a believer. That makes you Fox Mulder. Very cool. I, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> who's, who's the Scully in this situation? Usually it's Tyler. I am 100%. I want to believe. Like, I am open. Yeah. 100%. And Tyler's like, "Mm, well, I don't know. That's (laughs) why, you know, Scully always keeps Mulder out of trouble. That's why I'm in trouble all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's it's really an extraterrestrial free-for-all over here. You got to see the walls. <laughs> Stop the telling walls, all my secrets. The walls are moving. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thumbtacks, rubber bands. We've yep. got red lines all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My grandmother used to she was in the Air Force and I used to ask her all the time, like, is Area 51 real? Like, what's there? Are there aliens? And she would always be like, I I'll never tell. Like, I'll never tell. I'll take it to my grave. She wasn't kidding. She never told me one way or the other. <laughs> right. So I mean it is I real. But... I mean, the place is real. Yeah, sure. I also think that with everything that's going on with coronavirus, now the the government's like, oh, we're going to unclassify these videos while everybody's too busy to really pay much attention. Look, it's a UFO. No big deal. Oh, NASA <laughs> just released an article that they found the most likely Earth similar planet ever like two days ago. No big deal. Everyone Corona. Like, don't look. Yeah. Stay inside. <laughs> I mean, it just wouldn't be worth all of the denying if it wasn't a serious real thing. Right. It just wouldn't be worth it. They would be, yeah, believe what you want, but they're not. They're very adamant. <laughs> he gets a little more molder every day. Like absolute, They're like, absolutely not. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I will arrest you until you stop thinking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, that's thank all you, I got. Tyler. Thank you for joining. Have a great time. You guys can all sit on that and report your thoughts back later.
Thank you. These kinds of things keep me up at night. I'm gonna hang. <laughs> I'm gonna hang up the phone and be like, Tyler, uh, Melissa, you know, it's time to give her the Tyler. I think. <laughs> Are you safe at home? Right. The FBI is gonna be knocking down your door. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Yep. So our experiences are of wide variety. Mm -hmm. Um, Angela is going to be calling in hopefully in a minute. She has an experience that is not entirely supernatural, just really strange. Okay. Um, (laughs) Today, after the message that I got that I felt was strange about like Holland Island from my friend Tulane, um, just in the short time we've been recording. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? <laughs> Hello. You're here with me and Delaney and Brittany. What's up, y'all? I think Brittany. I don't hear her. I don't either. It says she's here, but maybe now she's the ghost. She might be the ghost. Ghost we've in the shell. Technical <laughs> difficulties. I became the ghost <laughs> in the machine. I was fully here and present listening to everyone and they couldn't hear me spooky um and yeah so that was weird oh now she's gone completely mm-hmm. we've exercised her <laughs> <laughs> exercise so from the podcast <laughs> rude <laughs> so we have been telling like weird stories that we can't really explain and i was just telling everyone that you um we're going to tell us not necessarily a supernatural story, but something that happened, I think, when you were right. living in Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. We were living in Parkville. Um, it was our last year at Towson, and we were living off campus in a, a fully-fledged adult apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, we were, we were big kids then. Uh, dogs, two dogs, our own apartment. Um, we both had our own car, and it was the day after Thanksgiving. And it was the quintessential day after Thanksgiving, yucky, perfect time to sleep in. The sun hadn't come up far enough to burn anything off. It was just yucky, chilly, misty, foggy, gross. Um, My favorite. Yeah. And, but it was, it was late enough that if you were going to go Black Friday shopping, you had gone and come back. And if you didn't do that, you were still asleep sleeping off thanksgiving so it was kind of this anti-golden hour of the morning Uh uh-huh uh-huh i always call (laughs) that like that always reminds me of like stephen king yeah 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 like that's always the time when something weird is going to happen yeah Uh, yeah, it's the time where like there are no witnesses it's like midnight or like three in the morning oh yeah exactly there are no borders to any world no there's no color in anything. It's just everything is a no light, no color situation. So for whatever reason, we both decide to go separately across the street to GameStop in our own cars to treat ourselves to a Black Friday sale for a Nintendo Wii. Yeah. I had to go in two cars, but we went in two. Literally, I could, I could see it from my front door. Why did we drive? Mm-hmm. Why? Why did we take two cars? I don't know. So we load up. Pledge adult. <laughs> and you do what you want. <laughs> yeah, pretty Full much. Pledged adulthood. Yeah, totally flexing on everybody in the neighborhood. We're like, look, we can caravan in two cars across the street to get Nintendos. 
So we hop in the car. Tim backs out, starts to drive. I back out, pull up behind him. He puts his turn signal on. He turns right. I pull up. I look left. I look right. I look left. That's what I've been taught. The first time I see nothing. The last time that I turn and look left, I see materializing out of the fog a small child. A small boy. I mean, two Mm. years old. No. Very V small. S M O L V small. (laughs) Um, And so many thoughts occur to you at once when you see an unaccompanied minor teeny tiny little child materialize out of nothing in the rain children are terrified why didn't they are (laughs) you chose Brittany, the mother of two you chose an opportune time to chime in on this also having disappeared (laughs) previously i know i don't know what's going on (laughs) so my first thought is well did tim not see this kid did the kid not mm-hmm. exist until right now, right now? So I put the car in park and I call him on the phone. I go, whoa, whoa come back, come back. Uh, there's a kid here. He goes, what do you, what do you mean? There's a kid here. I said, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know which one of these words confused you, but there is a <laughs> child that I can see who's not with anyone. And his instinct is to go, oh, I'm sure there's an adult with that child. You just can't see it. <laughs> well, listen, wait. <laughs> Bless this man. But to me, and I loved him so much, this kind of that thought process is a marker of someone who has never been haunted or through very much trauma that they just assume of course like if there's a two-year-old, there's of course an adult. Right. The order and- of the world states that there must be an adult with that child there is no other option because for a child to be outside in baltimore alone in the fog unaccompanied can't happen and i don't think he's the only person on earth who would just assume that that was the case because how else could you live with the whole world knowing that that might be able to happen ever right so I go, no, listen, come, just come back. Help me because I, I need a witness. <laughs> I need help. I need extra hands. So I get out of the car. I, now I am for 30 more seconds totally alone on earth, it feels like. Me and this Ugh. until he can get up the street, turn around and come back. And I approach this kid and he's not scared at all, which is also terrifying to me. Because what if I was anyone but me? What if I was a bad person? It makes my stomach hurt. That's what I think is so scary about this because I have experienced supernatural things. I've never experienced anything spooky supernatural. I think the scariest thing is other people. I'm a classic introvert. Mm -hmm. Hell is other people. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and considering what other people could do or might do or would do or have done. All right, Sartre. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I drank that Kool-Aid hard. I really do think hell is other people. <laughs> that's, that's my uh, view, pretty much. Great. So I walk up to this little kid 
And I look around, like my head is on a huge swivel. I look like a lighthouse. <laughs> I'm just swinging in every direction trying to see anyone who might know this child. Nothing. Nobody. There's no one. It's us. So I reach out and I pick him up under the arms because who knows who at that moment might look and be like, she's doing something to a child. That's not her child. Arrest her. Oh. So I pick him up. He's in <laughs> Footy pajamas, a one-piece footy zip-up pajama. He's wet up to his knees. How long has this kid been outside by himself and no one noticed? Why aren't the police here already? So I pick him up. Oh, that makes me so stressed. I left my car there. Tim came back and parked his car and reparked mine two spaces away from where I parked it in the turnout, whatever. We go in my apartment, which... I don't have anything to take care of kids. I don't have kids' clothes. I don't have food for a child, but I do have an apartment full of toys. (laughs) (laughs) So, take the kid inside, close the door, lock it, because it's Baltimore. You always lock the door. First thing this little kid does is walk right up to the door and try to open the knob, Mm. which is exactly Uh how he escaped in the first place. But he's not old enough to, like, get himself out of a crib. So we call the cops. It takes them a half an hour to show what? up. A full half an hour. Ugh. They knock on the door and they go, Hey, did you call about a kid? I'm like, yes, I found this child in the road, like a used book oh from the library <laughs> that's been discarded on the road. They're like, All right, well, uh, let me have him. We're going to go see if we can't find who he belongs to. It was just so <laughs> weird. It's not the appropriate level of response. I He's not a puppy dog. He's not. <laughs> he's not tagged. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't yeah, we're going to walk around the neighborhood, see if we can see who he belongs to. He wasn't yet. a stolen puppy. can't scan him yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So, oh, that's so weird. Take them out, and they're like going door to door, all the little buildings in the complex. And then, lo and behold, here we see. And I hate to be a stereotypical person who casts aspersions, but this person was a drug addict. <laughs> Long, <laughs> tall, skinny, skinhead, like just bald, skit shaved bald half shut eyes just couldn't care less so nonchalant and here i'd like to shout out my yoga teacher who says be nonchalant but who's ever seen someone be chalant so (laughs) (laughs) so he's nonchalant he's like yeah that's my girlfriend's kid uh he uh, you know he let himself out i didn't realize till just now the cops hadn't even got to him he just comes out of his house looking around Mm. And the cops went, oh, okay, here you go. And handed the kid over. Yep, that's it. Oh, good. That's fine. You should have kept the kid. This seems safe. That's insane. I was like, should I recall the police? (laughs) (laughs) They're all still here. Can I report them to them? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was so chilling and sobering and strange, but everyone, like that we ever told the story to they're like oh wow that's weird i mean must that be (laughs) (laughs) normal where you were for them to have such a like "Eh, 
you know, it's all right. This is just another Tuesday, another Saturday, you know, like Friday. I don't know if if the thing itself is normal or if just everything in Baltimore is so abnormal that there's nothing particularly strange about it. Right. True. I was going to say, like, it feels like those kinds of events aren't the kinds of events that, like, police officers should get desensitized to like okay oh uh it's a robbery it's a (laughs) drug deal like they're seeing that like or some kind of violence like they're facing that every day like it's baltimore but like are they seeing just abandoned two-year-olds walking down the street apparently so regularly enough to be like from the way uh, they handle uh, it yes yeah it's like day one training like here you go what if that wasn't even their kid you know Right. right Like, produce a birth certificate. Now we have to find this on the phone. Do you have a photo? Like, <laughs> you know, like, is that this, was... Is, was that my chance to have a kid? I should have just kept that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, drop, oh my drop, God. like, a fake birth certificate and a fake You may not even need that. Move. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, it's your kid. Just keep it. I mean, like, I don't know why you would have called us, but yeah. yeah, we believe you. Listen, that was, like, 13 years ago. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. kid's, like, 15 now. Ew! That's crazy. He's probably on the internet. Why have you done this <laughs> now? You need to. Do you know the kid's name? No, he couldn't talk. He wasn't a new. To talk. He's probably on TikTok. <laughs> hey, hey, what hey! Now, is, no, I love TikTok. I'm not saying that, but like, okay, now what I expect fully to happen because this is how it. Don't, my life don't say it. No, no, Melissa, Angela don't. No, nope, I'm doing it. I have to do it. Don't put this there, out there. Don't I'm do it. Don't you put this on TikTok. <laughs> And it's going to be, somebody's going to be like, put a finger down if one time when you were two years old, you were staying at home with your mom's drug addict boyfriend who was a total loser and you happened to like wander out the front door at 530 in the morning, but nobody really noticed. And you were just walking through the grass and you were soaking wet in your footy pajamas. And some strange woman happened to pick you up and call the cops and nobody still had noticed. And then the cops came a half an hour later. And then your mom's crappy boyfriend came out of the apartment and was like, oh yeah, I didn't know he could get out. But then they just gave him right back. They just gave me right back to him, and like now I'm 15, and here I am. No, just me, because uh, that's the kind of TikTok it's going to be. I am not prepared currently, but I feel like in one day I'll have my mind wrapped around it <laughs> to be ready for yep. that. Well, when I find the TikTok, I will. Send it Don't to you. do that. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> stop it <laughs> so uh if anybody happens to randomly listen yeah. to this podcast who's not in our circle at all and knows oh my god my little cousin's best friend's other cousin down the street where they used to live in baltimore had this happen to their kid i wonder if it's their kid. no matter how obscure you think the connection might be just try <laughs> <laughs> reunite me with this child you could have a 15 year old hey oh lord you're a full-fledged adult are they though? Uh, no. <laughs> so then, no. So no. then that same apartment complex. I just remembered this. Oh. <laughs> just remembered this. We moved Did, out. What, what moved was the apartment out. complex? Oh gosh. I don't know. It was in Parkville, right behind the great big dealership that's right like the biggest thing in Parkville. Was it oh god, what's what's the normal thing where everyone it's, in Towson goes? we were like the only it was kind of far off campus we were one of the only students out there it was like a 10 15 minute drive into campus so nobody was like living that far away yeah because it's not the towers no i lived there okay 
Towson Ron. Are you thinking Towson Ron? Oh yeah, everybody lived I there. I lived there, but I didn't. No, stay there. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking the apartments my brother stayed at. They were near a dealership. I'm trying to think. Watch. I would like you to see if you can do that research because I wouldn't be surprised. Number one. <laughs> Number two. I have to say, right before I got on this call, somebody from Parkville just called me. So I get calls from Parkville a lot. This is all of the universe. <laughs> This is just what happens. And I'm telling you. Is it that you, child like, calling you back? Listen, we, this that like, kid needs to know God. that's the least effective way to get a hold of me. Do not call me on the phone. This is true. This, the four of us right here, as far as I'm concerned, like are like the points of a compass when it comes to weird shit. Brittany and I constantly, like her husband Josh will be like, if something weird is going to happen, it's going to happen to you two. The same thing with Angela, the same thing with Delaney. Like, you're welcome oh, we're, we're i'm not sure like i don't know <laughs> we're how you call the, the compass for weird shit instead of like healing yeah. or help or supernatural what we could actually like, use hey. in life you know <laughs> i don't know i like this <laughs> well so uh, after, like, after we moved out God. and we moved back down here to this side of the bridge I swear we'd only been living down here a month and I get a call from Jason and he goes, Hey, what was the name of that apartment that we all like stayed in? He's like where you guys lived. And I stayed with you for a while. And I, I told him whatever it was. He goes, Hey, turn on the oh, news. No. It, uh, uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of the buildings was burning down on my TV. I can't, I can't even comment. It on was that. the, it was the, the building between the office, the building that the office was in and the one that, um, Tim and Dave and Jason and Tommy, Noel Jason and Tommy lived in. I was like, oh, oh okay. Uh, I, I can't, like, <laughs> I just there. I was living there for like two years and it's now part of it is burnt down. Cool. Perfect. Cool. Really cool. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I, I, have, I have better <laughs> stories. I mean it in a way, like, stuff like that after I've been to a place, like, things will happen like literally the oh, day <laughs> yeah the day after i went to the holocaust museum uh Brittany, this is the worst way to start a story i mean what how do you start that story other than you just started <laughs> i went to the and holocaust then, museum and that wasn't the worst thing no to the holocaust right. museum that was- <laughs> the next day is when oh, they no. had that oh no in the holocaust museum Jesus. And then um, we were on this. I did not know that. Yeah, we were on the subway. And like a week later, that the subway we were on, like where we were going, like it had, it like crashed and everything. And then we found out that I'm like, maybe I just shouldn't go places. Like that's not the only You're time just- those things happen, but I am usually oh, lucky. God. So I feel bad for everyone that comes after me, I guess. I don't know. I'm. I think Jeez. we're universal disruptors, but that just reminded me. <laughs> do you guys remember Elizabeth Smart from TV? Mm. The girl who was oh yeah by like the two the couple, and they were white, but they often dressed in like strange clothes and like wore turbans. Uh huh. The first time I ever flew, I was terrified to get on a plane, and this was before nine eleven, mm. like the summer before nine eleven. Or the summer after, but I'm pretty sure it was before. I just like to say we're um, really dating ourselves by having hey. to say before <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know. Well, I got on a plane for the first time ever to go to 
Kansas City, Missouri, I believe is where I was going. And I remember just being like so nervous. And I remember walking like down the rows of seats to find my seat and looking over and seeing this couple in turbans. It must have been after 9-11 because somebody commented like nearby me, they shouldn't let them on the plane. But they were clearly white. They were, you know, not that that matters, but like, it was just very strange. It wasn't like, oh, there's a fear because they're Muslim and wearing turbans. Like they just, it was very strange. And there was a little girl <laughs> oh, with them. Great. And I never thought another thing of it ever. And then like a couple of years later, like years later, I walked in the room where grandma's was watching TV because she always watched court TV and she always watched like true crime stuff. And she was watching like a documentary on Elizabeth Smart and they had like stand in actors who looked very, very, very like the actual people who had kidnapped her. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw her on an airplane. Um, well, and then I did research <laughs> right? and it turns out they did take her on an airplane around the same time. So I don't know. <laughs> so what in an alternative universe, did you tackle a child? <laughs> You're just as likely to get shot by an air marshal if you start a fight on a fucking plane, but she's also more likely to just disrupt all the plane electronics to make it crash as anything else. Part of that's part of why I don't like to fly. I'm not kidding. Um, that's so you and my mom have the same power. (laughs) Electronic disruption. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's great. She, whenever she comes into the shanty or Nantucket's, like. For some reason, like computers go down, or like no one gets <laughs> cell phone service. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I or the Wi Fi is out. We're like, what the fuck? Mom's gotta go. <laughs> my old manager at Starbucks. Listen, my old manager at Starbucks, Darla, will tell you, and so would my district manager, Jason. If either of you are happening to listen, send me an email. I cannot tell you in one summer. Like, how comment, and subscribe, guys. My manager, like, <laughs> or my district manager. Hey, um, the hot water heater went out. Hey, um, the alarm's not working. Hey, um, the computer's just scrolling hundreds of thousands of numbers on the screen for no reason. The um, facilities contact center has no idea. In high school Mm -hmm. for yearbook, I was the editor for a couple of years, and he. Yeah. Shout out to Carrie Sterner. Carrie <laughs> Sterner, if you're listening, we love you. So and also, <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. The girl that you said had a black thumb for technology. Oh my god! See? He was extraordinarily. Yeah, blunt, he was like, so. um, I just we <laughs> each my friend and I, the editors, we each got like a MacBook that we had for the year, and like you know, we did all our work from, and mine always had problems. And he'd be like, I don't know what you're doing, but, like, you must have a black thumb. You kill technology. I was like, well, yep, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, we're all kind of known for that. Yeah. As, well, um, I'm, yeah. I have to be – I'm basically both HR and um, technical support when it comes to dealing with stuff that my mother has done. <laughs> Good. Um, I just want to tell you guys, I just sent a link to my friend Mia. She has okay. a story, so she'll be connecting Mia Maya? in a second. Yes. Mia Maya. She's got, she's got a story about a witch. Ooh, Is it Mia um, Maya the witch? Hey, hey yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> no, we're all right here. It's a different witch. Sweet. Is it this a is, good witch this, or a bad witch? 
Well, hey, hey, if it's hey. about Melissa, there's not just two. You can't use these reductive <laughs> terms in talking about people, okay? <laughs> it's not very PC, okay? My PC my mom tried to tell I'm me. I'm not playing that to someone from before 9 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my mom saw Wicked. And she's like, I really love Glinda. I was like, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <You> can't. <laughs> yeah. She's only good in comparison. She she's also bad. <laughs> yeah, right? She's not a good person in that show. She's just blonde. No, it's not just that. <laughs> oh, boy. So do we think we're all going to stay connected for this call? Who are we losing this time? I don't know. Who's going to be the ghost turn? No. (laughs) He's never been disconnected in all of the problems we've ever had. It never affects him. He's like the polar opposite. I already disappeared (laughs) once. (laughs) I'll go again. See you all Look at the draw. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's just too much. It's too much. this stuff like never I don't know the more that we talk about it the more that I like think of it Um, (laughs) I'm going to tell a super short experience that I had while we're waiting for Mia I was living in my old apartment when I was still married and I was home alone except with Bella and she was either in the living room or sleeping and I heard the door like open and shut behind me in the kitchen and it was like I don't know six feet away from me my, my back to the door and I thought that it was like Mike coming home early hi Mia Mia Maya oh she might be the hello <laughs> everyone has to do their check-ins <laughs> this is okay. literally the most haunted podcast all right Brittany roll call present. I'm here <laughs> <laughs> Melissa here Delaney Delane here Angie here Mia Maya Nope. Damn. I wonder if she can <laughs> hear us but not talk. Like, that's what happened to me. It says she's here. It says I can see her on my list and it says Mia, five people if are you recording. can hear yeah, us, I can see it too. go back out and try to come back in. Mia, like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> and send us an email. <laughs> um, but I was standing there. I heard the door open and shut. I thought it was Mike coming home early. And so I went to turn around and be like, what are you doing? And before I could even turn around, right on the back of my neck, somebody went, hello. And it was not a voice I recognized. And I almost like I passed remember out. That. That's yeah, I remember when that happened. Uh-huh. No, mm-hmm. thanks. We'll stay home. <laughs> yeah, this stuff happened. I'd be like, grab the kid. I got to go. And I'll never return. <laughs> you stayed home alone when your radio turned I on. I did. <laughs> But I was really Full tired. Blast. It's the radio. And Josh was really he's like tired. so not into any of that stuff. He's so like grounded. He, I called him and he's like, it's probably, you know, we have old wiring. So like the circuit kind of went and the radio kicked on. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, yep. Uh-huh. I yes, literally yes, anything that will explain it. I'll I guess it. I'll go to bed now. Mm-hmm. Surely yeah, there's logic here. <laughs> that must be anything. Like, I can talk myself out of, like, a voice talking to me, and I can go, no, I imagined it, and then if I have to stay home. But, like, how do you talk yourself out of the radio? We had loose wiring, obviously. <laughs> Listen, I don't I'll believe it. I don't Listen believe it. predicted it. 
<laughs> Lisa and Bart, no, Lisa and Homer are watching TV and uh, they're talking about something and the TV just flashes on and plays an advertisement about what they're talking about and they went, huh, that's weird. Lisa, turn the TV off and she looks and she goes, it is off. Nope. <laughs> Our TV for a while was doing that in the living room. But I was telling, well, I guess Melissa was there too. I was telling Delaney when she disappeared. That like Melissa also <laughs> ran. Yeah, when Amelia was little, so <laughs> four or five years ago, she would. Oh, hello, oh, hello. It's like a phone call. Uh oh. This is the worst Zoom chat ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a Zoom chat, but maybe that's why. <laughs> okay, caller, you're live. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> she texted me and said. When she came on, she couldn't hear Wait, us she here? either. Well, it shows her here. I don't think this is a topic we should ever talk about again. It's- hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets to be the ghost. <clears throat> hello. Can you hear us? I got to get a Ouija board. I have Thanks. one. It glows nope. in the dark. Hello, I, can you hear I me? Keep the, uh, I keep I didn't I keep the yes, plants in a different I can room. hear you. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, this is working too well. Yes. I can hear you. Yes. Can you guys hear her? Yeah. Maybe. Hello. It's like bad signal Hello. or something. I can like kind of hear you keep Okay, everyone we're gonna be okay. quiet and see if we can hear Big good thoughts. <laughs> Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, perfect. Um, I can't really hear you, but I will that's just tell perfect. you story if that's okay. Are you ready? Okay. So, about two years ago, I took my dog to Pemberton Park with um, my roommate Liz and her boyfriend. And my dog has like such a calm demeanor. He's never really growled at any tail and is really friendly. She's gone. Yeah. It, <laughs> it just kicked her out. Weird. I wonder if she doesn't have good service or something. The tale of so ever, many ghosts. I mean, well, that is well. If the, witch, if the witch she's about to talk about <laughs> hexed her into silence over this. Oh, my. <laughs> so that's a very complicated <gasps> spell. I. <laughs> it's not very simple. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to assume. Yeah. See what happens when you do that, and Okay, well let's well then oh, she's covering well. Thetans like she can't defeat because she hasn't gone up the levels of Scientology yet. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but she's covered in body Thetans, okay? There's so many levels to this. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. She said she keeps trying and she went outside and she was inside and not. All right, Delaney, yeah. how come she can't call it? <laughs> fix it. Fix it. Oh, I'm the problem no, now? I'm the fixer. You're the hex HR expert. And so, and you know about hexing, so now you so... must fix the problem. I don't know what kind of phone she has. I don't know oh, what so she's it's using. It's just the phone. It's not like, you know, the witchy. Yeah, it's just the she, phone. The hex. She might be on like I don't know AT and T or something. Their service sucks. 
I'm gonna either record yes. with her later or I'll have her yeah. send me the story and That's I'll put it on the blog. Because it's a good one. And when she told me, it's actually scared the crap out of me. If you ever have so. people who want to send in stories like that, I will provide dramatic reenactments oh, yes. into the podcast. Uh. Um, <laughs> this is a new segment Ooh. from now on. What is? What? Period. What oh, she just said. Yes, that would be awesome. Dramatic call in corner where she gets to be yes. the dramatic reenactor <laughs> for everything. I was it's like, wait. Really, it's not unsolved mysteries. It's <laughs> I thought the new segment was one of us being the ghost. <laughs> um, I think that listen. We don't have a say in that yeah. one. We can't schedule that. I mean, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! If you can schedule it, why can't That's you make it question. not happen? It's complicated. Okay. There's many layers to that onion. <laughs> it's like ogres, okay? It has layers. Oh. Oh, I've summoned Shrek. Okay, so I'm gonna try to send this link to. Um, well, we know her as Danielle Hett. I haven't seen her since almost right after we got out of high school. And neither have I. We're just friends <laughs> on Facebook. We are all very old. So I'm going to send her the link because she has a story. <laughs> and we'll see if she can connect. <laughs> I saw her on Facebook and thought <laughs> we should be friends. <laughs> We've been friends on Facebook for a long time. I've had Facebook for a long time. Since it came yeah. out, since you had to be in college to sign up, I couldn't get a Facebook because I, I wasn't That's in like weird. a traditional college, and I was so mad. What, what weird times That's we have! So weird. Now My... you can be eight and have a freaking Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yes, S- stealing all of our data. I've already had a conversation about this about Facebook today, and oh. the way I've been tr- the way I've been trolling people is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is in their like Facebook conversations, you just put a wish.com uh, <laughs> link, <laughs> just in their Facebook to wish.com, which I don't know if you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm a wish.com shopper. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good that everyone has been exploring that. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, but like for people who don't know what it is, it's so much funnier where they're just like, why am I getting ads for dildos? <laughs> okay, I don't shop on wish.com for that. I will clarify. Stop. <laughs> no, but if you use Wish, it'll give you ads for like weird taped <laughs> underwear, glow in the dark. Okay, no. Like it doesn't matter no. if you shop Pause. for that or not. When I see advertisements for Wish, it's things like nail acrylic powder or jewelry what are you people googling on your off time exactly it has to do with things that are your browser history (laughs) right yeah i don't i don't believe you because now you just told me what you're whispering hi how are you you? (laughs) hi how are you okay it's working 
<laughs> okay, so you're here with me, Melissa, Hello. my sister Brittany, Delaney, what? and oh, Angela. Hi, guys. Hi. So, um, do you have a scary story? So it's not us, super scary. It's just really weird. So, all right. So my off the backtrack before I get to the story. So my daughter Sophia, who is six now. Um, was born with a severe congenital heart disease and when she had her second open heart surgery my dad got me this cross necklace for my birthday because I was really struggling and having like just a really hard time so about so two years ago my dad passed away and um, my husband of now because we just got married um bought our first house a year ago and we decided I didn't want a big wedding. I didn't really want to have a wedding at all, but people pushed me and um, <laughs> I was like, okay, let's just do this. Let's just do it in the backyard, set up a tent, have a few people. Cause I don't want anything huge. Well, in the meantime, between that, my necklace fell off. I lost it in a parking lot and I went back and looked. I was hoping someone would turn in, but it never came up. Well, Three days before the wedding, my necklace appeared on our downstairs bar, was just laying there. Oh, wow. And um, it's crazy. What? My dad was an alcoholic, and he passed away from his drinking, and he had a lot of health issues. So it appeared three days before the wedding, and I was really having a hard time because I wanted to have that for the wedding. Well, it came back, and it and it. It, it scared me at first. I was like, at first I thought it was my husband. I was like, did you do this? And he, he's like, no. He's like, I didn't. So I questioned it and tried to find an answer and a reason, but there was no answer or reason for it. That's a blessing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, super. That's wild. Super crazy. But it was. It, it made me. Ha- it made me happy because I felt like I had a piece of him with me during my wedding. Mm, that's a good story. Wow. I love that yeah. actually. It is a good story, but I, I love it. I love that. Like, I don't know. I do have a scary story. I love it. Oh, great. We get both. Sweet. We love that okay. too. So before we bought this house, we ended up renting this house in Whitehall, Maryland. And the house that we rented is a 250 year old, old farmhouse. The oh. road that I lived on is called old York road. And during the war, like up here in Gettysburg, pe- soldiers would walk that, um, that road to get to the war. Well, at first, I just thought maybe it was just me. But then once my kids started saying things to me, I was like, all right, this is just so, it can't be just me. This is so weird. And they do say that kids really pick up on like paranormal things more than adults. Yeah, they're really open. Yeah. So... The house uh-huh. is built really weird. So when you walk in to the right is stairs that go upstairs to the second level. Then there's another set of stairs that wrap around that go up to the third level. Well, the kids wanted to be up there for their bedrooms. And at that time, my son was like, let's see, four, like seven, I guess, maybe six. And Kira had to be like three. And um, Kira... Like, we, I guess we were there for about a couple weeks, but then Kira started, like, having, like, like, not screaming, but, like, it was just uncontrollable tears. I can't, I can't stay in here. I'm not sleeping in this room. 
I don't know why. I said, what's the problem? She gives this old man keeps talking to me. And I'm thinking, like, well, gross. Like, at first I was like, you're, you're probably dreaming. And she's like, no, really. So I let, I like, just let it go. You know, I was like, she's got to just be having a nightmare. Well, it kept happening. So, um, Bruce, that's my husband. He was like, well, let's just move her downstairs to the other bedroom that's closer to ours, just in case, you know, maybe she's just having nightmares. I was like, all right. Well, we moved her down there and then nothing happened anymore. Well, one day Bruce is like, hey, come. The cellar was really creepy too. I The cellar scared me. It was old stone and a, like a dirt ground. And Kira's like, I'm not going down there. And we were like, what? We're like why she's like well that old man's down there and he just won't stop talking to me i'm just like well uh so then i started getting creeped out and then i just started experiencing noises here and there like footsteps um it sounded like someone was dragging a body down the stairs and oh, yeah. at night one night um i think it was my older son he is like not a he's really i can't he's a boy you know <laughs> one night he woke up screaming and he ran he ran down he was shaking so bad he ran down and like flew in our bed and he kept telling us this woman keeps pacing the hallway and staring in his bedroom and one and then he would leave his bedroom and then go to kira's room and like just pace back and forth one night he went to get up and she was down at the bottom of the stairs just staring at him and and it's crazy though, our landlords, we had really cool landlords. So our landlords, I went to pick up rent or to drop off rent one day and I was talking to them. They're like, you look really tired today. I was like, I don't even want to talk about it. So I sat down, I was like, can I, can I ask you guys something? I said, yeah, it's going to sound really weird. And if you think I'm crazy, fine, whatever. I said, but I just need to ask because it's really weighing heavy on everyone and we're really not sleeping. Well, coming to find out, they had a picture of the people who owned the house. It was them. Oh my gosh! And the crazy what? thing is, the house that they they lived in, they would wake up and their cupboards would be open, and it's just crazy. The crazy, just crazy. So the the woman, it was the woman and the I guess the husband were the first owners of the um, farmhouse. So that was them, and she and Harriet, that was the landlord. She said that um, a lot of the times. That, I guess that woman was like a caretaker or something like that. So I guess that's why she never hurt anyone. And it wasn't like uncomfortable, but she was really would always pace back and forth and always watch the kids. It just got, it got oh. weird. That's what I was going to say. That is weird. How long did you um, live there? I try, we tried to move out <laughs> a lot, but nothing, we couldn't <laughs> find anything because it was really scary. You know, like I, one night we were sleeping my son was sleeping in bed with me one night in the guest bedroom because he ended up getting really sick and I didn't want to leave him by himself just in case he had to like throw up or something. Like I wanted him to make sure he made it to something. And one night it got so cold and I couldn't like move. And I was like, I was terrified. Like we were both and like the bed started shaking. I, I, it was so scary. It's scared. It's just, it, I get goosebumps every time I even tell any stories because it was scary in there. We lived there for a good, let's see, it was just almost 15 now. So we were there for like a good eight years. Oh, oh my gosh. 
That's a long time to stay in that. Yeah, I don't know who does that. <laughs> was the rent? Was the rent? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the rent was. Good. And the thing is, it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was quiet, and it was just nice. We had bonfires, like four wheelers out in the yard all the time. It was just, and it was cheap. And I guess it's cheap because it's staring in there. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder You're why. You're not the only one paying rent there. Right. And oh my god yeah i have a lot of That's there's wild. a lot of things that happen in that house it's just it got uncomfortable and um nothing ever was really bad when actually when the bed shook that's that scared me that was it i think like i could handle everything else but just not the shaking of especially when you're trying to sleep like you don't have time for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right. Go away, ghost. I ain't got time <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm tired. That's amazing. Well, I really yeah. appreciate you sharing that with us and with everybody who is going to listen to this. Um, yeah. That's super scary. scary. If you guys ever go to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, there's a public bridge there that you have to check out. Maybe we should take the podcast there. Okay. I was gonna say, Brittany, should, put it on the list. Super, super incredible. <laughs> I we go there, and and always I get it's uncomfortable feeling. I have to see if I can find pictures, and I'll send you, Melissa. I have these. They have like, there's like a war story behind it, but like, um, each person from the opposite, you know, fighting each other. One stayed on one side, the other stayed on the other side of the banks when they were like amputate and stuff like that well, one time there was this huge rain that came in but the people who couldn't move the river swept them away a lot of people lost their lives well I didn't oh. one time and you could see and they were saying people in the bridge well, I have a picture I could pull my computer and you could see the legs hanging like from you think. oh that's so weird if you do find a oh, picture, and yeah, awesome, it, awesome. I'll send you anything I can find. I would find. love that. Thanks for having me. I really well, appreciate it. Because people are like, "Yeah, you're crazy." I'm like, okay. "Yeah, of course." <laughs> Thanks, no, guys. we I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for coming. Bye. 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 Oi. <laughs> so. Those kinds of, like, encounters, I don't have a lot of those, but I I don't know. I, think I that don't would be think dead. I would handle it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, From like, fear? one time, and I'd be, nope, I, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. If the was good, if they were willing... <laughs> all about the rent yeah maybe it'd be fine <laughs> I'm I a heavy sleeper again, if I like... turn on the fan that's it you can't wake <laughs> me up <laughs> yeah. that's, oh that's, that's crazy. insane yeah that's crazy to me and it's funny like the experiences are so different like I had a, a situation happen where I don't know if you remember this, Ange. I lost a Bible. You remember this? And it was like Maybe. super important. Were you living in the apartment with Graham? Did I take your Bible? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I don't know. Did no? you, Brittany? 
<laughs> well, for like two years, it was missing, and then it showed up in a oh, girl's you're off car. Of okay, good. Who's who? Um, can you text it to me? I, I don't want to name any names. Okay. I can text it to you. I mean, um, listen, but, person out there, okay, you so, know this is you. Like, comment, and subscribe. Send us an email. <laughs> so it was in her car, and I like oh. asked her previously, like, did my Bible wind up in your car? Like, it was super sentimental to me, and um, it was missing. And then for like, I feel like it was like two years, and then I found it like under the seat of her car, and I was like, how did this get here? She's like, oh my god, I didn't know. Like, I looked for it. I didn't. I didn't see it. And so like now, I don't know if it like vanished into the abyss. Girl or... stole your Bible. Yes, Brittany. <laughs> Or, <laughs> but this girl also perhaps when having a sleepover with oh myself oh. and Angela manifested as though she were a ghost. Um, I so, know who we're talking about. I just texted we Melissa and said, dun, dun, dun. She says, Yes, <laughs> we were trying to sleep, oh, and Angela walked out. <laughs> Not <laughs> so Angela snores. I can't help she's always it. snored her whole life. And she can't help it. And we've had enough sleepovers for me to know that like it's not bad enough to not be able to sleep through. Like, comment, and subscribe if I've ruined your night and... snoring. <laughs> Is this what happens at girls' and sleepovers? So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, get ready for this. So, like, we're trying to sleep. It's late. Late, late, late. This was after and, we prowled around um, downtown Berlin in the dark. Yeah, and the in railroad the pitch tracks. black middle of the night dark alone. <laughs> That's yeah, a sleepover. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And she, this other friend didn't want to come uh. with us because she was tired, which was fine. So, like, we went for a walk. We came back uh we're trying to sleep. Angela falls asleep. I'm like mostly asleep. And then I hear singing. Not just like singing, but like, this is the song that oh. I'm singing. Oh, okay, when you're fine, it's fine. But it, and I'm like, what? We're coming to the story. So I'm laying there. I don't say anything. Like, you're galvanized. And Angela's snoring, sleeping. This is a song that does it. One, two, three, four, and yes, it goes on and on. My five, six, and I was like, and I, no, okay, so like, let's not forget that I was like, you probably should have had a knife under your bed, shouldn't you? There's a demon. There's a <laughs> demon at work here. Later, I did confront her about it. She was like, I just couldn't sleep. Angela was snoring. And I was like, but it doesn't, I don't, I still don't understand the song and the counting and like, what were you counting? I don't even remember. To be fair, it was probably looking at it from this distance, probably some kind of like self soothing. No, to be fair, I said bad news bears from the beginning. (laughs) That's nice of you, but we have have glossed (laughs) over. Melissa is very casually glossing over a, situ- a situation that she is fully culpable and will not admit on this podcast. So now I'm going to bring it to light. Bring it to light. 
No way. Thank you. We're at that the hour, by the way. So we're probably going to drop out when, while you're yeah. telling the story. And it's not going to be me, Melissa turning it off. <laughs> she, let me, she let this girl drive me home without me knowing. She's a jerk. She has been threatening me overnight. Let me tell you something. She will sacrifice. <laughs> oh, look, we got to go. We're no, out of time. It's so convenient, isn't it? <laughs> I've grown a lot oh since high school. She, I like no, to think. No, no, no. When she gets scared, she a baby. She will leave you there. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave you in the trail. This is a whole nother podcast. So yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, get your stories together. You Come like, prepared. You need to have like a closing fine for these podcasts. Like a, a final. How do you end like, it all though? You, you need to like leave like a thought like okay so here's your final chilling thought i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch this one this okay week. your final chilling thought is of all the time you spend on the road driving to and fro how many times do you think you've driven past a murderer a lot <laughs> or do you ever wonder what that bag on the side well, of the road is i usually assume it's money but then i'm too scared to look. i assume it's a human or what was a human Oh, what if you don't know you're the murderer? Um, well, yeah. that's because we can't see the we can't see the <laughs> future. The the that's the, that's the <laughs> Look, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. I am not the murderer. Maybe well, one if, of you is. Is. This, is this the confession hour, Delaney? I don't know, Delaney. We keep coming back to your like. <laughs> I love the hero, super villain. I love that I brought a position here. The lady's taking the fall for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have a sleepover with girls. My God. The end. (laughs) Uh, So I want to. I want to thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, we're at one hour, Mm -hmm. so this might shut off. Get a grip, anchor. Because our technology we still haven't done that. Like, we still haven't done the playlist play. thing. <laughs> I know we still haven't done the playlist thing. I might just type a mic to and put it on the blog. Okay. I might. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it disconnecting? You can go ahead. Why don't you give? Why don't you do yours from last week? Yeah. I have mine from last week. Mine was um, uh, Jack Mannequin. And it was the. And why? Um, So that song came out 2006, and it was my first semester at Mary Washington. And I just got out of a three year relationship (laughs) and also discovering all of the aspects of my synesthesia about um, this. That song was so important to me because it was one of those things. We're talking about Dark Blue, by the way. Um, yep. And it really emphasized the fact that even though you feel alone, you, you still have a connection to somebody, even if they're not in the same room as you, you know? And I just, I love Andrew from something corporate and now a lot of his solo stuff is really really important to me he's got a really beautiful song about his uh his daughter it's called cecilia and the satellite it's a really really mm. good song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's super mm-hmm. nice i met him two three times like he's super nice to his fans 
Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's but uh, yeah, that's kind of my thing. I mean, it also was like the budding of a, a relationship, but there was other aspects of it. But it, yeah, that's really why I love that song. Yeah. It's just, it kind of emphasizes my synesthesia and anxiety in like one song. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. I love that song. Um, my song from last week. Yeah, was I was wondering. I was like, "Where is this one coming Which, in?" <laughs> yeah. So that song, for some reason, had just been like really popular in mm-hmm. like my music rotation at the time, and it like stuck with me as like an anchor for that time period because that was the first time that I'd ever encountered um, like really close. Mm-hmm. to my circle like a suicide and the person was young and there's a lot like it's a super emotional song um and it just not only was it like just being played constantly as we were kind of like navigating knowing someone who had taken their own life and I was right out of high school so that's right that's early in life to experience that um and he was younger than me mm-hmm. which is even more like gutting and he was very, very good friends with my boyfriend at the time. And, like, it was just tragic. Like, such a tragedy. And still to this day, like, every time I hear that song, it's not, like, a reminder of, like, the process of navigating that suicide as much right. as, like, the person. And, you know, just... I think that your realization that the way that life goes and how short it is and how some mm-hmm. decisions are irreversible... Um is so like your exposure to that it comes in pieces you know as you like move through life and that was my first real like encounter with anyone dying who wasn't old you know so that kind Mm. of leaves its own impression yeah yeah so that's that do you know your next song yeah i do the one that we were supposed to do do you know yours okay which one yes all right so mine is um it's ironic because this song is coming out at a time that the way i discovered this person which was actually through television Mm -hmm. the song is by childish gambino and and it's uh freaks and geeks Uh uh-huh so Backstory on Donald Glover is that he was a writer who became a writer on 30 Rock. But then he went on a little show called Community <laughs> after, which if anyone <laughs> yep. remembers the late 2000s, at what, I, I looked this up. At one point in NBC's lineup on Thursday, it was The Office, then it was 30 Rock. And then it was Parks and Rec, and then it was Community, and that was their four shows. <laughs> I was yeah, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> that was our generation's must-see TV Thursday. Yeah, yep. but like, Community yep. always had yep. this issue because they were putting Community up against uh, Big Bang Theory, and no one was watching Community. <laughs> and I always thought Community was the much better show. 
which <laughs> in my opinion and in I mean you're right in net in <laughs> in Netflix's opinion <laughs> yeah. uh, like because they just put community on Netflix it's like the number 5 show now and now they have like um Ken Jong and Joel McHale they do a, a a podcast called The Darkest Timeline and it's a very transformative show and then like it had like Allison Brie who is in like Mad Men she's in she just directed her own movie horse girl she's in glow <laughs> yeah she started her own empire out of that show. yeah but it's all on netflix which i think is hilarious <laughs> uh you have nevet nicole brown who's on <laughs> all over disney plus and, and um jim rash who's the dean who's like one of the best parts of that he's sh- hilarious I, he oscar winning <laughs> anyway i will come back to that show so I had bears down for midterms. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I have never laughed harder than I have at bear down for midterms. What? Bear down for midterms. Yeah. You can't just repeat it. You have to explain it. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> little bit that explains every frustration I've ever felt in my life <laughs> dealing with communicating with other people. <laughs> or when he comes in dressed as Tina Turner yep. and he's yep. like, it's time to turn back the clocks. Anyway. <laughs> oh, because God. I pop, 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 baby. Pop, 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 pop. no pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So for the longest time, I was not really into hip hop <laughs> because I didn't understand it. But this song, because he was kind of this nerdy kid who was rapping about like things that I was really into. Like he, a lot of it, he brings up in that song, he brings up like E.E. E. Cummings. He talks about like, <laughs> um, I love e. E. Cummings. he talks about, cause he talks about the show freaks and the geeks. And that's kind of the hook of the end of the song. And I never knew hip hop could be like, kind of nerdy i always thought it was more like yeah that it could cross over into pop culture yeah and i just from that like i i learned a lot about it and now like i love hip-hop i love i love watsky i love run the jewels i love um megaran talibwat quali like there's a lot of really good hip-hop artists out there and then i just didn't really feel like I was being exposed to the right ones, you know? It's kind of it's kind of like with punk and hardcore. Yeah. Like at first I was like, oh, there's only like pop punk. And then my cousin introduced me to the descendants and the dead Kennedys. I was like, oh <laughs> there's so much more. And then there's so much more. So next week, the one I'll talk about <laughs> is a little bit later, the last one on the thing. So what's your fourth? <laughs> Um, I feel like I've introduced you to this song. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is possible that you did, actually. So the summer that I came home from college is the same summer that I got mono, is the same summer that, like, I flipped my life Mm -hmm. upside down again, (laughs) is the same summer that, like, when we were talking before about the ways that I started to really separate from like the church that I was a part of and 
kind of gained some independence from my like family, like my mom. And there was a lot to that. And part of it was like the breakup anthem because I'd broken mm-hmm. up with my boyfriend of three years that same summer. And like, you know, my worldview was changing and I was kind of struggling with that. And all of the songs um, that I like by Secret Lives are similar to me in that it's a very like you know they only have one different album attitude <laughs> yeah yes i do know that which i think is also crazy because i think like musically mm-hmm. they're so good like talented whether you like that genre of music or not like the it's mind-blowing to me so there was a lot of like music played full blast uh while i was driving with the windows mm-hmm. down i do really my best thinking that way <laughs> Still to this day. And there's something about like a double bass pedal on a drum set. And like beats that are staggered that don't really line up in a traditional sense. That really I don't know, like even now, like hearing that makes me emotional in a good way. And it kind of makes me feel like if I'm really struggling and I'm like down, like that is sometimes <laughs> like turned all the way up. And ju- I just need to like feel that physical pressure in my chest from like music because it's like a reminder and that's really what it was at the time like it was a reminder that like not only is so much Mm -hmm. of like whatever circumstance you're in impermanent but like you typically have a lot more control over your life than you think you do and that's like a trap that I still fall into sometimes when things feel overwhelming or you know my life tends right. to transition a lot of pieces at a time like everything is really stagnant then a lot of transition <laughs> everything is really stagnant then a lot of transition and you know i just really feel like remembering that like it's transitional it's not permanent it's you know situational and it also is encouraging to me like it just <laughs> makes you feel like i can do anything i can do anything think- so yeah but yeah, yeah, 100%, because I, think I keep thinking I'm like, me to them. hmm, that's like late 2000s pop punk. I I just remember because I was mm-hmm. still in college at the time. Like I would, you were working at Starbucks, but like, yep. like either before work or after work, <laughs> like I would drive from Fenwick all the way to West Ocean City. Yep, and. I'd have to go to like Staples or something, but I always stop at Starbucks and say hi. That is about. Yeah. yeah. And we did a lot of music. Exploration. And the length of that album is about 30 to 45 minutes, which is about the time it takes to go from Fenwick to West O to back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that, that, Sounds that about double right. bass pop punk. Um, yeah. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I just need it. And I, I sometimes like fall out of listening to it for a while. And then I'm like, the minute that I get the first taste of something. Yeah. It's like I go right Secret Lives of Freemasons, um, Four Years Strong, um, Newfound Glory. Yep. <laughs> uh, Wonder Years, yep. Punchline. Like, You know what I still listen to sometimes or like really just suddenly yeah. oh. listen to? Girl, <laughs> that was that's from you. The, the, I know, I know. It's I know. not the second album, which is the concept album. I had a, I have a whole thing about that album. 
the one. We should ex- well, we should extend oh, the God, that that. I can go into a whole thing about that album of, of like, oh, it's, yeah, it's a concept album, but it's like super dark and <laughs> how it's just a defining yeah. relationship um, album type I, thing. Cause it's all a metaphor about like how you really love someone, but then you really have to let them go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a real treat. <laughs> I messaged Angela on the side because I don't ever like to put her mm-hmm. on the spot if she doesn't if she doesn't like me to. Um, and I asked her if she had any nostalgic songs that she could contribute. Oh, go for my, it. My um, number and she said one yes. song. If anybody so says I, I, oh, nostalgic, it's it could be anything by the Eames era. I love that. All song. right, that song came came out for me. I discovered it yep. while we were in college. I guess it had been on Grey's Anatomy, which is how everybody discovered it. But I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy. I got a, I got a taste of this song, and I, I had just got my car, like my first car, my little red Rally Sport, and it was mine. And yep, I love everything in it still worked. The windows opened, and they <laughs> later they did it. Well, it was just it oh, was fast delicious it was so good and i just i would hit that song i would crank it up i'd pull both the windows down and i'd just cruise around those little you know the cute little gentrified streets in baltimore <laughs> where everything is red brick and yep. cute manicured lawns yep. and i pulled up to this stoplight and my music was blaring and I felt real self-conscious. I was like, oh, I don't want to, like, ruin other... Everybody's got their windows open, so I turned it down a little bit. And this guy pulled up to me at the stoplight. He goes, girl, turn your music back up. (laughs) And and I was like, wow. I had been given permission to, like, live in the world enjoying myself out loud. (laughs) I don't take a lot of space for that. I love it. Like, I I think I might have mentioned classic introvert tendencies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that song kind of lets me get into that groove where I'm part of the world. I love it. I'm going to add it to our playlist because I think it's underrated and not enough people know it. And I love that song and I haven't listened to it in a while. Thanks. I'm glad that that's the song you picked. Um, we are over time and we're not cut off, which is amazing. I but, thought, you know, you I don't come here count my chickens. chickens. I no kidding. Um, but it has been. Thanks for having me on. This has been really fun. Thank you for mm-hmm. thank you for contributing. I really appreciate it. I'm not sure um, exactly what the topic is going to be next oh. week. Oh, I lost Delaney. It's gonna. I feel like it's gonna start kicking us off. So, um, but you're well, always I feel welcome. time to know that my technology uh, and... held up its end over here, so I would feel more comfortable coming on more often now. Perfect. I'm going to brainstorm some ideas and then I'm going to get with everyone. And if I get a topic that needs more contributors like this, because this was super fun, I'll put out a call. But like I always say, if anybody has like something they want to contribute or a story they want to tell or something strange that happened to them or interesting or happy or sad, you know, we want like, comment, subscribe, send us an email, send me a message. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will talk to you soon. Bye y'all.